We can talk sports, we can talk politics, but can we talk Jesus? What up, world? Hoodie here. And this is episode six of Can We Talk Jesus? Um, Should have been last week, but, you know, sickness fell upon me ever since uh, last Friday night. And (laughs) it took me out till Tuesday of last week. And around that time... It was supposed to be the episode of Can We Talk Jesus, but that didn't happen. So I apologize for those who was who were anticipating on the show, but um, I had to recover. I needed my rest. Uh, it was a little difficult. Is is I don't know what you want to call it, what the sickness was, but I, I'm not gonna say flu like, even though I just said it. Good job, but um, that's what it felt like. I had. Fever upon fever upon fever upon fever, like back to back. So, just an experience. Now I've had the flu before, and I tell you, you don't want to have that. So it it was it was like it, but it wasn't. And so, but yeah, I stayed home in the bed. Walking was uh, it, it was um. I tried it a little bit, but no, I was drowsy too because the drowsy medicine I probably took. But I thank God for the healing because I'm back to 100%, and I thank Him because I don't want to stay like that. So anyway, also I want to uh, thank Macedonia Baptist Church and Miss Charlotte for the opportunity to perform last weekend, guys. I tell you, that was pretty amazing. Um, I always like, I'm always liking to be invited to new places and I'm always like to be re-invited to places I've been. So I just like being invited to perform. When you come to perform for God and you just go out there and you do your thing for the Lord, it can be very fun. At, at first it can be a little nervous. It's like new place. Uh, okay. Oh man. And then like when I walked into the so I was in it was one building part building of Macedonia and I had just walked into the I guess sanctuary yeah the sanctuary and it was dark because you know the lights you had only had lights right near the uh stage and so I walked in and I couldn't I didn't see what, what I was walking into I guess it was like a a, a slide part of a staircase maybe but it was pushed up upon the wall. But I was going towards the DJ booth, uh, and my shin hit right into the edge of the um, staircase. Right when I walked in, I'm like, "All right, I haven't even started yet. I'm in the pain." And um, yeah, I just want to talk about that. Is my shin still hurting? Let's let's just press on that a little. Oh, thank God. Okay, it it was bad. Like I walked right into. I I'm surprised nobody heard it. My wife didn't hear. I'm surprised. I was like, boom. And I was like, ooh, nice to meet you. Yeah. So nobody really knew except my wife. But uh, other than that, uh, it was a great experience. Um, I actually did uh, Victory, which I haven't done in a while. And I also did uh, Who Do You Serve? And that was pretty good. Now I know that anytime you ask Who Do You Serve, people are supposed to they would give you a response, and they gave me a response, response to Jesus. I was like, oh, yeah, because last time, like I said, when I was at the uh, Team Summit, uh, Dangers of Social Media event, and I was like, oh, snap. I left that gap in the song not thinking, you know, as you're writing. You're not, you don't think about the response unless you're fully invested into I wasn't thinking about that space. I, I actually had that space as part of the song, like, yeah. You don't have to say nothing. It's up to you. But when people started chanting, Jesus was like, yep, that's what that space was for, Lord. Oh, thanks. So now, and then the last time at Macedonia, I can hear my grandmother. She started chanting Jesus. Once she did it, everybody went with it. So it was pretty good. Jesus was in the room. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I even I even um, went up on the stage and it felt kind of weird. It's like the last time you was on a stage like that or just up on a stage performing by yourself was in Dublin, I believe, and it wasn't about God. Now you're up on a sta- stage and you're actually 
rapping what you're talking about. Cause back, like I said, back when I was in Dublin, at Dublin's Got Talent or show, and that kid, you know, he was doing Michael Jackson dances, and I coming after him, and they couldn't find my CD, and I was talking about Jesus. I was in the choir. I grew up in the church, and I did a song that was so secular that I wrote, and it was like, man. I didn't realize at the time, but he set me up. God set me up for that. <laughs> he set me up, and one lady came. That lady came to me, and she was like, "Man, you should have did some some a Christian song." And I was, and that was kind of the start of Earl Hoodie. It just, it really was. Um, well, he sold transitioning to Earl Hoodie. He sold who's that guy? But um, yeah, it was a uh, quite the experience. But now, after looking back, it's like, yeah, I decided to get on stage, and this time it was for God, and it's like. Look where he brought me from. Over hills and mountains. That was, what, nine years? Nine, ten years ago, I think, when I was on that stage. So, look what God can do. That, that was pretty good. Um, But anyways, let's get into our first song of the day. I think I'm going to play... Hmm, my favorite, Hooked, right here on Can We Talk Jesus, Hoodie Out. What you hooked on, breathe, what you hooked on, meth, what you hooked on, don't sell, what you hooked on, fine, what you hooked on, high, what you hooked on, fine, turn up, what you hooked on, Facebook, what you hooked on, drama, what you hooked on, phonics, what you hooked on, Snapchat, hooked on, side beat, uh-uh. hooked on, cocaine, Anything but God Hoodie coming at you with the spoken truth God says what you hooked on is the death of you Because those things are meant to keep you to the world In the world but not of the world Listen to Earl Your hearts are led by immoral thoughts and wicked schemes People hating on people dreaming to kill their dreams Now you're wondering why this happened What does it mean? It's because you are worshiping the ungodly things Idolatry, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, impurity Don't forget the ones who practice homosexuality Don't get mad at me, I'm just speaking what he said to me In his word is where this lies, if you wanna check You say lost, it's all a lie Oh you wanna bet? Nah it's cool, I don't really play that betting game but I do know at the end you'll confess his name. You gotta get legal with the word sometimes. Let's go. What you hooked on? What's your mind like? Why is it so hard for men and women to follow Christ? How can they not see the blessings that come from choosing him? How can they not feel the love and fear of losing him? I'll tell you why it's the sin that came into the world. Deception by eating apples, that serpent got that girl. It was a test of obedience, people understand. When Adam bit from that apple, it was the fall of man. Now the world is corrupted, filled with our hardened hearts. Ever since can't kill this brother, violence is off the charts. God even gave us a second chance, filling the earth with water, which he promised he won't again. So he sent his son Jesus, God, and flesh the redemption plan. And he was crucified on the cross for the fall of man. And now we are forgiven through his blood, his merciful plan. Jesus died for us, and we still cannot understand. Oh wait, it's cause we're hooked. What you hooked on? Weed. What you hooked on? Breathe. What you hooked on? Meth. What you hooked on? Don't sell. What you hooked on? Crime. What you hooked on? Lies. What you hooked on? Wine. What you hooked on? Facebook. What you hooked on? Drama. What you hooked on? Phonics. What you hooked on? Snapchat. Hooked on. Side piece. Hooked on. Cocaine. Hooked on. Anything but God. You wanna be free from your addiction? Choose God. You wanna be free from your condition? Choose God. Don't wait to be late for the day when our Lord and Savior Jesus comes back and you can't get through the gate. Hoodie out. And we're back like springtime. That's right. It's actually springtime tomorrow, even though it's going to be feeling like winter time tomorrow. You know, so this is a little different for me. 
me and my wife have two vehicles. The point is, me and my wife have two vehicles. We live together. We're married. No parents. I'm not used to being the one to go outside and deal with this thing on our cars or our, our vehicles called pollen. So, uh, you know, I usually wash, like I used to wash my mother's car, you know, and I, and it wasn't like because it was on the weekend or whatever. Well, now I I have living a lot life responsibilities, you know. Now, so last Friday, you know, the weather was not hot. I was like, okay, we went and got bought a new water hose, bought a new water um shooter. I can't think of the right name right now. Anyway, the nozzle that goes under the pressure pressure water. I bought that. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go out and. I'm gonna spray this pollen off like I'm. My, my wife, she was. It's like every day she says something. This car needs to be washed. This car needs to be washed. This, this is too much pollen. It's, I mean, man, and we have a black vehicle. I'm not gonna say what it is, um, but it's black, and so all the pollen in it is like, yeah, it's a yellow. It looks like a bumblebee or a yellow jacket. Haha, <laughs> that's cool. Anyway, so. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get this water hose and whatnot because I kind of ruined the old one. You know, I was cutting the grass in the backyard and was thinking, yeah, I'm not going to run over it. Not going to run over it. Ran over it. Ripped it. You know, so that's rest in peace to the water hose. And um, went, washed off both of the vehicles. Kid you not. But I, um, apparently what I didn't know was, uh. Washing it off just doesn't get the job done, and I thought it did because it's like it's pollen. You just take the water, you wash it off, you're done with it. No, this pollen here, I washed it off both vehicles. It's like yeah, I even washed out the driveway, I washed off the uh, front patio area of the house. I'm like okay, this good. We got it all washed off. Tomorrow we should be set. You know, it shouldn't be any more pollination until i don't know maybe it'll come back tomorrow who knows the next day pollen was still on driveway not as much pollen was still on the vehicles not as much but still very very visible so i'm like well god i washed off everything why in the world is this still stuck on here apparently i'm supposed to use soap and you're probably laughing because I just said that like I didn't know. This is what you call my friends adulting for me. <laughs> 28 years old. I'm still young. So, yeah, three years into marriage. And, yeah, I'm, st- I'm learning this now. But um, it, it's, it's, it's um, a learning experience. So next time I'm actually going to have to wash these cars. So whatever. I just got to get me, me, you know, myself a loofah. Uh, one of those. I like the ones you can put your hand in the glove and then watch. Yeah, I want one of those. So, uh, but until it gets hot, because the next day that was on Friday, and the next day it was hot. I mean, cold, forty some degrees. I'm like, it's been like 60, 50, 70, 80, 40, 40, 40 30, 40. and then this morning it's like thirty seven. Yesterday it was thirty two. I'm like, man, I tell you what, this weather is something serious, and. And my wife was like, that's probably why you got sick <laughs> because it's so fluctuating. I work early in the mornings, y'all. So it, I mean, I'm in that weather early in the morning, then it gets hot, then it goes cold and hot again. So, anyway, anyway, um, talking a lot, a lot of stuff that I ain't about. I just, well, I've been gone for a week. So, yeah, it's been a quite an interesting t- a turn of events since I've been out. But, yeah. But let's get down to the uh, lesson topic. See, I said lesson first. Man, I've been saying topic the whole time. I mean, when I speak on it two weeks ago, then I say lesson first. You know what? Uh, I think I've been saying lesson. The lesson for today, the topic, is, um, and this isn't your generic sentence, but um, it's don't let the devil in. For my younger crowd, you know, I'm probably getting that from Rick Ross. Back when I was listening to more hip-hop, secular hip-hop, 
I don't even call Christian rap hip hop. I'm more so lean to Christian rap. Anyway, but um, yeah, don't let the devil in. And um, and it deals with basically opening doors that you don't need to open. And so for me, I used to, and it is good that it, it tied towards Rick Ross and hip hop music. Cause it it, it 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 relates to this lesson. So for me, like I said, I used to be a big R and B fan of the this, the genre of music R and B. Like growing up, like I really really liked good singing. Like, and it, the most of the good singing that I thought was good at that time was based off. Well, it related, lean towards sexual type thing. And actually back then, I don't think when I was growing up, it wasn't that vulgar till now. I, I don't, I can imagine what they singing now. I was like, what Trey song song being then was worse than, he was kind of vulgar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of worse, I guess. Chris Brown, let's not even start. But uh, it's like most, most R&B songs, it, it, it just, it's just playing out there now. And flat out what I want to do to you. I mean, at least it had some type of uh, flavor when I was growing up. And then before my time, it was definitely, like, not vulgar. Maybe it was. I don't know. I didn't listen to all the. Anyway, I liked R&B songs. And I liked hip-hop songs. And when I was at school and college, I would listen to it all the time. When I'm on campus, walking around campus, catching the uh, bus classes and stuff, I would listen to it a lot. And it was so much so that it would, the lyrics were stuck in my head. I mean, it's, it's, it's bad when you listen to certain songs so much that you memorize it and you haven't heard those songs in years. And I can get an example, like sometimes when I'm working at my job and certain songs would pop up in my head, songs I ain't listened to in like years like maybe four or five years and I still know word for word in my head which is crazy but any of these new songs I listen to now like Christian rap songs or uh yeah we can focus on Christian rap Christian rap songs now I couldn't tell you all the words to the song like it's hard for me to learn it it's hard for me to retain it when back when it was easier for I don't know it, it, it was just weird like that it was so easy to remember the secular ones, but hard hard to uh, to remember the the Christian ones. So, but that was an, it, that was like four or five years ago, and so now I don't listen to uh, mainly the main secular hip hop music, not on a daily, not even a couple of times. Like it'll be real rare for me to listen to it. If I'm scrolling on Facebook and it plays or it's a new song from an artist that I used to listen to. Hey, let's check that out. That's like once in a blue moon. But now I listen to straight straight Christian gospel, Christian rap. That's all I listen to. Now, the Lord wanted me to make that transition. The Lord, and I needed to make that transition because the things we listen to, once it gets in our soul, mind, body, emotions, that's our soul, it really affects us in our actions, in our thoughts, like I said, in our souls. And so I would listen to, well, it it was a hard transition for me because I I was like, how can one transfer transform your mind? Listen to for one thing you've been listening to for so long, and to another. Well, and the backstory of that was so there was a lady that used to pick me up all the time from school. Her name was Miss Helen or Miss Willis, whichever one. And she always would had the gospel station on. Always had it playing. I think it was. And it was the AM too, you know, amplified, AM, dang it, Earl, you should know this, you should know this, AM station. And 
you know, it, it's uh, amplitude version. It, I'm about to cut because I'm messing up amp modulation. Yeah, let's go with that. And so it was the same songs just about, and this was in, I can remember it so well because it was in 1998. Because all the songs, we have this channel on Cox, uh, the music channel on Cox. Oh, they have different genres and whatnot. And the songs that I still remember to this day, for around that time, 98, I was like, that song sounds like a 98 song when I was eight years old. She used to pick, every time she picked me up, and another young girl, we would listen to, is that my phone? Always listening to, uh, it was my phone. Oh, okay. And uh, I didn't mute it, I'm sorry. So, I would be listening to gospel songs during that time. When I was growing up, my parents had gospel songs playing too. So think of it as the core, even though I didn't understand it a lot. Then I listened to it a lot. I listened to it because it was always in my, it was always around me. It was my environment, even though I was like, I, I know God, but I don't really know him. It was, he was always around at that time. Well, he's always around, but that music, I was always around at that time. And so the point I'm saying I was always listening to gospel music growing up. And then there was a shift. There was a shift because as I got older, my environment changed. Now, song station, radio stations changed. I wasn't listening to that uh, AM station much anymore. Now I was listening to 101.7 or I was listening to uh, 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 97.9 or I was listening to 92.3 or I was listening to 107.1. It changed. It's so bad I can tell you the station I was listening to. So now since my environment's changed, my, uh, my likeness has changed. What I listen to Instead of Christian music, it was more hip hop. It was more R and B because those was like the main genres of the certain stage I listened to. And then there was rap, and it transitioned. And then God tells me to just stop. It's like now you're learning more about me. Like I said, there was it was a point in my life where God turned things around for me when I realized that whoa, He's real. Like I realized that God is God. There is no other. And so, okay, give me one second. Because now my phone wants to talk. Okay. Like I said, God is God and there is no other. So, but it was still, <laughs> it took a process for me to change. And then, once I started listening to, he really helped my wife, helped use my wife. Through, for me in this case because like I said I was fully sold out to hip-hop music R&B whatnot I was fully sold out and then when I finally when God finally showed himself in a way that I knew that I couldn't deny his existence I was like okay now I have to change my yeah, mentality what I listen to of course because the things you were listening to was you started acting out those actions or you start thinking. So like I said before, R&B and hip hop, you know, hip hop can be aggressive because hip hop can be uh, degrading to women, hip -hop, the words and whatnot. It can be those things. And the R&B can be real sexual. And remember the story I said about me at the, uh, on the stage and I wrote that sexual. Yeah. Influences like that. I, it, was, it was an influence. Because I was always around it. But now God's saying, change what you listen to. Close that door. Those doors. Because you're not like that anymore. You're, the, the old man has passed away. And you're walking into a newness. New life. And so, like I said, it was hard to do. But with God's grace, I gradually shifted. Instead of. 101.7 well I really stopped listening to 101.7 around that instead of listening to 92.3 97.9 I started listening to 102.5 and that's K-Love for those who don't wait I think it's still K-Love but that's K-Love for those who listen to Christian music like 
you know, the not not gospel Christian, you know. Songs we don't really sing, those versions we don't really sing in in a in a in a in a Baptist church. Or, yeah, but it's the same lyrics. Anyway, it's more of like band style of music, Christian ways. So I started listening to Caleb. And then I was so amazed. I was like, I don't listen to this type of this type of genre of Christian music. But and I got so hooked instantly to what it was. I started listening to it more and more. It's like every day I was going to work. At that time I was working at Little Berry. So around 2013, it was like I was listening to that. Like going to work, coming home, I would be once I get home, I'd be singing in the car because I was so my spirit was so moved by what was on the radio that I just didn't want to stop. And then I was listening to more gospel, so I was listening to uh 95.5 at that time, now it's 99.5. I was listening to 100.5, I was listening to more gospel, so I was listening to more gospel, more um Christian music, and then. Christian rap came out because when I was at Georgia hmm, Southern, you know, I would listen to a little Christian rap around that time, like Lecrae, and, and um, that was the main one. But Andy Minio, when I came back home, and now I listen to more like Flame. Flame is my favorite Christian rap artist, and uh, one of the guys on his label, Mike Real, I like him, and there's one more KB, I like him as well. And so I can tell you artists now of Christian culture. And I can tell you songs. There's certain songs I listen to now. I have, since I've shifted to listening to more, what's listening to Christian music, I promise you my phone right now on Google Play is full of so many songs like that I bought. Now, I used to take music from... <laughs> Uh, online uh, and downloaded, you could say it's stealing, but uh, point is, I buy the music that I'm uh, it, that I'm true to. Okay, uh, it, it it takes it it means something to me. It it it's godly music. It it changed me. It it changed my focus. I paid for it, so I don't know how much money I've spent on Christian music, but you should be like, good, you're spending it for the Lord. I'm like, yeah. So anyway. But now I listen to more Christian music. Well, it, it just about 100% Christian music. It plays in the house when we're not home. When we are home, it plays. It, it constantly plays. When we sleep, Christian music, godly music, it constantly playing in this house. Because you, you want your atmosphere set. You want your atmosphere uh, covered by the grace of God. You want it. To have what is your atmosphere like? Is it is it peaceful or is it rowdy? Is it unsettled or is it settled? Who resides in your house? Is it God or is it the enemy? So we always have this music playing. But anyway, it went from K Love to Family Life Radio, which is like ninety one point three. Then it went from ninety one point three to uh, now we listen to Joy FM. That's one hundred two point one, and and now it's. Same thing, Christian music in the house all the time. Now, when I'm out on the out of the house driving, I listen to more gospel music. So, what am I saying here? Because I'm giving you a lot of background stories about me. What I'm saying is, sometimes, sometimes the enemy likes to interfere. As I said before, when I was on Facebook, certain songs would pop up. On the videos, because you know, these videos now play on their own. Before it used to be click on the video and it'll play. No, now they play without you even giving it permission to play. It is it is running, ongoing like that, and then the the uh, the sound will be on. So, well, I've learned now that if you just click that little speaker in the right corner, bottom, like when you roll scroll, the video will play, but the sound won't. But there were certain instances where music that I don't listen to will be playing. And I would notice myself listening to that song or listening to it going all in. I didn't do it a lot, but the fact that I was listening more to, I was listening to that song that I'm not supposed to be listening to for a long period of time. And then it happens again or again. You know what? 
it wasn't really the music. Let's go with this one. It was the shows. Like I brought this up in a previous show episode about TV, the shows I watch. I would watch Young and the Restless, or I would watch Bold and the Beautiful, or I would watch um, Dr. Phil when I come home a little bit like earlier from work. I'll watch the end of his show, or I would watch Ellen DeGeneres. I would watch those shows like that. And uh, that would be my, uh, what do you call it? That would be my schedule for things I watched when I got home. But I didn't realize what it was doing to my mind. Like, if you're watching those drama shows, you thinking, can this happen to me? Is this such and such doing this? Or or even though I see this person, what kind of scheme do they have against me? Stuff. It's, it's putting you, it's putting vain imaginations in your mind. It's putting... Uh, impure thoughts in your head because that's sh- that show ain't holy <laughs> i'm just being another none of those shows because you like you have a couple they get together they're all lovey-dovey you know for a, a period of time and then oh snap the past came back it's your ex-boyfriend and he wants to he's back in the town and he wants to have dinner with you because he still remembers what we did and what they did and uh i don't know why i have this movie voice but he remembers what you did and uh Things wasn't uh, didn't end the way he wanted it to, and so that person is like, "Oh, I, yeah, we can have dinner. It's just it's just dinner." And then one thing leads to another, and yep, and now the couple that was together that was real happy is now broken, battered. And then there's certain couples that just get back together, and they've been married once, twice, three times. I mean, stuff like that. Why, why are we watching it? And I used to be one of it, it, the drama. It was the drama. I was like, "Oh snap! This right here is like, this is awesome. Is it? Are they gonna? Are they gonna mess up? Or who's? It's like, like the drama was appealing. Why? Because it was appealing to your flesh. You was opening a door that shouldn't have been open. Because even though you're looking at it from this angle, you're not realizing what it's doing to your mind and your heart. So when you go out into the real world and have a real relationship with a real person, you start having unrealistic expectations or unrealistic thoughts. Well, realistic thoughts, but it's not happening in your relationship. You're judging your life and your relationship based off of something you've seen on TV. And I used to be like that. I would have those thoughts because I because of what I was watching. So I had to stop watching the drama shows. I had to stop watching those. Uh, well, I didn't watch much of Dr. Phil anyway. Or or Ellen DeGeneres is like, ah, is this really building me up? Like spiritually, is it fulfilling? I know I get it's funny, but what what is what what does it do for me? Is, is it worth it? I mean, come on. I mean, what what am I watching here? You get what I'm saying? What am I actually watching here? Who's really glorifying their sin on TV? And yet we're just, oh, it's just what I mean, I don't, I'm going to leave that alone. But these things is what I'm talking about. Don't let the devil in. Don't let these things that look good, that aren't really good for you, enter your mind, enter your emotions, and change who you are. What it's uh, change who you are rather than who God wants you to be. I mean, like I said, the music, it comes back. It still lingers in my mind. The rap songs that I used to listen to, like anything from Kanye to, to um, what the main ones? Lil Wayne, that was the main one. Drake was the main one. Those songs, like those would still be stuck. And it comes out of nowhere. If I'm not focused, it will be playing in my head. And it's like, well, that'll get me through today when it should be more godly music because now I'm focusing on the past tends to creep back, you know, and you just got to, you have to ask the Lord to continue to trance, renew my, renew your mind because it may not, it may seem What's the word I'm looking for? It may seem, it may not seem important to you now, but I'm telling you what it does. You may think it's nothing listening to these songs. You may think it's nothing, think it's entertainment, think it's just a song, when in actuality, it's altering your thinking. 
it's, it's changing your actions, your habits, what you was doing before. Like most of these songs now, from what I hear and yeah, from what I hear from people and then I've actually heard are like a lot of drug dealing, a lot of smoking, a lot of that. And people are speaking it. Huh. They're speaking it. Then scriptures say life and death and the power of the tongue. So what you're speaking out of you, is it true that what you're speaking you're actually doing? Now that might be a a drastic question to ask, but let's think about it. The songs that you're rapping about or whatever from whoever, are you actually living out what you're saying? And to what degree are you living it out too? It can be from zero to ten. But if it didn't happen, but if it happened, if it didn't happen before you start listening to uh, start listening to that music, don't you think something changed? Why do you think it changed? What made the change? Is it because of something you got hooked on that you start listening to? I mean, we just listen to what you hooked on: weed, greed, meth, yourself, lies, wine, Facebook drama. Phonics, I hope you hook on phonics. Hope y'all caught that joke. Anyway, <laughs> but it's and I don't. I guess this was a simple one today. God, just really focusing on the doors. What it, the things that we listen to, the things that we allow ourselves to uh, environment to be around. The environment can change us if we allow it, because we don't see a problem with it. If I start drinking because I don't want to feel this thought anymore or I don't want to think this thought anymore and I'm not going to God about it. Don't you think I'm going to go back to that because I don't want to feel it anymore? Because if I'm not going to God, I want a quick fix. I'm going to go to the liquor. I'm going to go to the wine so I don't feel it anymore. How do you know? Because I've done it. A quick fix because I chose, I opened the door of drinking. And so since I opened that door of drinking, I was like, wow, this can really make me feel so good and relaxed that the next time I feel like this, I'm not saying I'm going to do it. I'm not saying I am. We'll see. And then it'll happen. And then it'll happen again. And then it'll become an addiction, a habit. And so, what about pornography? You not getting the the um, satisfaction, whether it be from your girlfriend. You're not getting the satisfaction from anyone because nobody wants to talk to you. Or you, you're trying to have, <laughs> you, you, you walked, you stumbled upon something because you felt, uh, uh, let's keep this PG, you felt a need for your body. Your flesh was tempted by something and you can't get it from that other person or you don't have anyone to get it from. And so you become self-loving to yourself and you watch pornography to get a release. Let's just keep it real. And now you've done open the door for this because you wanted to try it, see what it's about, and now you're constantly doing it. And it can go so wrong that now you're with somebody and you're still watching it. And so what you've been seeking from someone else, you're still not fulfilled because you uh experienced some unrealistic type of uh desire that now from a person that you're getting it from yourself or what you're watching on the on the um on on the internet it's all about what you're opening yourself up to are are you not realizing the changes that's happening in you once you open that door and let the enemy to alter your thinking how do i know that about the pornography i've been through that too so you got drinking you got uh the pornography just being real, even the weed. Only did it three times, but because of the drinking that I was doing, I opened the door to it because 
I was I I, I didn't have any inhibitions. I I didn't care at that time. I was like, okay, we can try this too. You have to be mindful of the things that you put in your body and your reasons as to why you're putting it there. What are your reasons? Because you're not trusting God. You're not going to the Lord. You're trying to do it on your own. You're trying. You're being selfish. You're not. You're having doubts. You have a lot of unbelief because if you had God in as the center of your life, sitting on the throne of your heart, you wouldn't even be using those things because God can give you the peace that passes all understanding. Not what the world gives you. He'll give you peace, rest in your mind, in your heart. Because he said, cast all your cares unto him, for he cares for you. And so he will give you that peace. You will have someone to talk to. And your desires, well, if you do it under the will of God, if you wait for the right person, if you ask and and do it the way that the Lord wants you to do it, by patience and his will, the right way, marriage, the right way. If you do it this way, it will be more fulfilling. That little quick fix, you you expect more, but because you're not doing it the way God wants you to do it, of course you're not going to get much out of it. You will get what you want, deserve, whatever you, because, but you get only what you did. Let's, let's put it like that. What you did, that's the that's not much you get. Because you did it outside his will, that's what you get. Just that little bit right there. If you do it inside God's will, 100% fulfillment. Let's just be real. So, which one you choose? Who do you serve? Do you serve yourself, your flesh? Do you serve your own intuitions? Do you serve the liquor? Do you serve the things you put in yourself? Do you serve people who are speaking whack stuff? Just to make you feel better. I said whack. I don't even, man, I didn't even know that was in my vocabulary. Or do you serve the Lord? What he says, his will. Do you want 100% fulfillment or do you want to up 10%? Because it's basically, it, it, it is that simple. And I can say that now and I've heard it then. It, it is that simple. What, what happens is we try to put ourselves in the way. We make it so complicated when we try to do it our own way. We make it so complicated when we open doors when God told us not to. He told you not to pick up, go to that party. But he was like, man, I need to get out. I ain't been out in so long. I mean, I, work's been a struggle. School has been a struggle. Church has been a struggle. Whoa. And <laughs> I, I need to get out because I can't take this. And he told you not to. And then what happens? You meet someone or you see something or you experience you was in a line of danger like this one time i went to this event at a whiskey river with my cousin and i think it was um i see his face but i can't remember his name webby was there yeah and um my cousin had did an interview with him whatnot and you know it, it's a it's a club, so you you already know what's going on, dancing, drinking, whatnot. So it's what happened after all that. Went to the car. There were these guys, like a good, I don't know, ten feet, twenty feet away from me to my left. We walking to the car, and they were acting suspect, suspect, suspect. They were acting suspect. And they're looking back, and it looked like he was holding something. And, you know, the next thing I hear, pop, 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 gunshots going off outside the club. Thank God I was right there near the car, so I got in the car. Uh, one of the my, my cousin's friend's girlfriend, cousin's friend's girlfriend, she was in the car. And my cousin was standing outside looking to see what's going on. I'm in the car like, can we go? Like, uh, there's a shooting going on. (laughs) So, (laughs) wrong place, wrong time. I mean, you got to, you got (laughs) to, in that situation, if I didn't go to that club, I wouldn't experience that. Thank God nothing happened to me. Nobody, I don't know. I I can't remember if people were shot. Anyway, well, to continue that story. 
we got out of the parking lot and like the t- cops did a roadblock on one one the outside of the uh the club and there was this line of cars because they stopped them and then one of the cars turned out of the line went the other way and you had like 10 15 cars going down and chasing them and then we went to the waffle house that was over there uh, um pine on and i think one of the other cars who was involved was sitting in the parking lot i mean that was just a crazy night but my point was because you you put yourself in that situation. See, some of the things we put ourselves in, we don't have to. God's telling us not to, yet you're doing it, so you're opening doors. So the theme of this, the lesson is don't let the devil in. Don't voluntarily open doors so the enemy can come in and change your mind and especially change your heart. Because if, you, if you're doing that and you're not following God, yeah. <laughs> You might not be able to come back. So allow this message to reach out to you, whomever you are, because we need to be aware of what's going on in this world. This world is not for you. This world was is not holy. It's not going to make you better. It's only going to make you better in the world. It's only going to make you better for the enemy. And that's exactly what he wants. Exactly what it wants. So you can be in the world, raised up in the world where we as Christians need to be. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. We're in the world to do God's will. We're in the world to be God's children, to fulfill his purpose, his mission. So that we can one day return to him in heaven. I'm so in the spirit right now. Heaven. Heaven. Heaven, 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 heaven. All you need is in heaven. No fear, no death, it's evident. No more sorrow, no pain, it's comforting. People think this is a game, it's suffering. Set your eyes on heaven. Everlasting peace, heaven. Eternal rest, heaven. Come to the Father who lives up in heaven. This is not a game. This is about your soul. Are you living your life for eternity in hell? Or are you trying to get to get you? Pairs and pads, boys and girls, school is now in session. Lesson of the day is simply how to get to heaven. Understand this all is useless without any effort and the following these steps to get you bust some crazy blessings. Now Satan is a hater, he gon' try to sweat you. Gotta let life teach you, he'll definitely let it test you. Temptation is a trick for forward, man, it's sure to wreck you. But missing out on heaven, that's something worth regretting. Now keep the word in your heart, learn it, love it, live it. Keep your focus on your goal, ain't got no time for sending. Demons skinning and grinning, you better keep it Christian. Cause when God call and roll, you don't wanna be missing. I was in your shoes once and it was fun to do. Easy to get stuck in, easier to turn to. But I had to get right, and I tell you why, son. I'ma keep it a hundred, ain't trying to go to hell, bruh. Are you listening right now? Yeah. Do you hear the words that are being spoken? Yeah, yeah. Let these seeds sow in your soul. Woo! And let it grow. Let me acknowledge my savior, Jesus Christ the Omega, for giving me another day. I give you all the glory, honor, and worship and praise you. Save me when I was 18, making my plans to a bigger dream. Didn't think that I would make it to 25, Lord. I thank you for keeping me. For all of the grace and you blessing me. No babies, no one was the felonies. Got my baby working in a new red ring. nothing through God, we have everything. Without him, my life was run out of things. Now I praise him, I scream and I rev the king. People asking me, how is you living? I just reply, heavily, heavily. For the Lord, I'm an addict. Like a chunk, I gotta have it. Life without him is a tragedy. Like a double cheeseburger, I'm missing a paddock Don't help me to be ready Stand fast so I'm steady Forget about the evil baddies Feeling like Wayne, I'm standing for daddy God with me in Atlanta Jesus walking through Savannah Territory on the spanner Cut to the demons can't stand Ready for battle Cut to the demons can't stand Ready for battle For the kingdom, I'm a spazzer Hopefully you guys are getting the message But let me go a little deeper with you and tell you about my path 
to heaven, 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 hoods on. I was told at 17, boy, you gon' be a pastor. I laughed cause at the time I knew it would be a disaster. Church going Christian, you would think I would be in position. Missionary, the focus, my mind, a contradiction. Clubs and parties in college, you can call it my major. Born in liquor, with quick fixes, I called him my savior. My parents tried to steer me right, instead I chose the left. I lost control of the wheel and nearly killed myself. If that's not bad enough, I flunked out on my education. Every stressful situation led to masturbation. My life was spiraling, the road to hell was imminent. Satan got his Glock ready to put it into it. But God stepped in as my shield, said to choose him as shelter. Ever since 2013, my life is so much better. Now I know patience, trusting God, and no more stressing. Every day living for the Lord, now waiting for heaven. In the world, not of the world. You're in the world, not of the world. You in the world, not of the world. Coming out next. Nah, I'm just playing. It was on my mind as that song was playing. <laughs> it's not too late if this is you. We have a Savior who died on a cross for our sins. His name is Jesus. Ask him for forgiveness and close those doors. If you want to be saved, read Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. I'm not a minister, I'm not a pastor. I'm Earl Hoodie, a soldier in the army of the Lord. We can talk sports, we can talk politics, but can we talk Jesus? Hoodie out.